0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show. This is episode number one.
1: Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time or even considering becoming an agent yourself we've got you covered
0: hey everybody how's it going this is the toronto real estate show with janelle and leslie i'm janelle cameron hi there i'm leslie pearson and welcome This is our first episode, so if you can take a moment, we would really appreciate it if you would click subscribe. You might be the first and only subscriber, (laughs) but we would love to have you subscribe. We're planning to upload uh, new episodes every week.
2: Yep, looking forward to it. Love to hear from you if you have any ideas for future episodes, if you have any feedback about uh, what we're saying and how we're saying it. I'd love to know that too because this, I'm a podcast virgin. And this would be good to uh, get some feedback. Yeah, but we're learning
0: together. So um, listen, we thought it was a great format for us to be able to provide some real estate information to you. Um, You might want to, here's our plug before we go any further, um, you might want to check out the Janelle Cameron team's pages. We have an Instagram, of course, Facebook and a website. And we do a lot of local content, a lot of uh, regular videos, different things like that to provide information about what's going on in the GTA real estate market. That's our main focus. So uh, happy to have you take a look there and, you know, feel free to comment anytime. Sounds good. Awesome. So um, each week we'll provide you with different information, different topics that are going on. Today, we thought we'd give a bit of a general overview about what's happening in the Toronto real estate market, in particular because it's been such a crazy year, right? Awful. Awful. You might think entirely awful, but maybe not. But maybe not. Mm -hmm. Awful in many ways, but not necessarily in the real estate market. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which I think was a total surprise to us.
2: Yeah, well, I think that we hadn't gone through uh, an experience like this before, and uh, nobody knew what was going to happen, what it was going to cause uh, in our lives, and including in our real estate lives. Um, and I, from the outset, was concerned about anybody who did profess to know what was going to happen. And uh, took everything I heard with a grain of salt. And it, that was annoying,
0: actually. It was very annoying, particularly yeah. at
2: the beginning, um, but focused on my own experience and what I was seeing in the real estate market and tuning, starting to tune that out. Because as we'll talk about, one of the things that I've experienced in this awful time of COVID is kind of a, a disconnect between opinion out there and reality in here. Totally.
0: Yeah, I think... Um right from the get go. I mean, I was scared shitless right right yeah, away. Yeah. Um, but that I didn't, didn't leave last year my long. living
2: room Chesterfield looking at houses online, but not in in a state of inertia, not moving for a couple of months for yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but then all of a sudden I seemed to remember that Nothing really was changing, and in fact, it was heating up more than ever the real estate market, yeah, so you know one of the things I think that's bugged me more than anything is the media reports right yeah, exactly,
2: and it, so it doesn't reflect at all what nothing. we're seeing in the um in the real estate market in the stats, yeah, yeah. nothing at all. in
0: fact, uh, I had to give a presentation last week to some people at t d and in doing that, I researched you know, opinions about the real estate market for 2020 as of today. And by the way, it's November, what is it today? November 30th. November 30th. We're at November 30th. And so this was just the other day and all of these reports were you know, the uh, bubbles finally bursting in the Canadian real estate market and epic proportions. And it was just, it's all doom and gloom. And I thought, you know, this is the same stuff we've been hearing over and over and over again for years.
2: Yeah, ever since I got in real estate, right? Um, I've
0: heard this doom and gloom and it has never happened. I know,
2: right? Yeah, and yeah. so I'm afraid
0: to say it probably won't happen, but at the same time, I think, you know, we've now lived through... You know, you and I have been selling real estate, what, 15, 16 years. Yeah. Um, we've lived through, you know, 9-11. Well, I guess we got into it just after that. But um, 2008, two thousand and eight. the land transfer tax yeah. implementation. I mean, everyone said that was going to crash the market. And here we are. Things are still, you know, taking along quite nicely.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and I, f- I even find still people who don't realize that... Um, you know, to some extent, life moves on, and certainly real estate does. That re- I found people this weekend who did not know that real estate was an essential service, and that we could still be helping people buy and sell houses. Yeah, that's so right. So there's some communication out there that is even given that impression. Right, um, right. But right. you know, everybody has to have a place to live. People are caught mid transaction when the situation with COVID changes, and. Um, you know, everybody has a key. So uh, real estate is an essential service and has proceeded throughout the eight or nine months that it's been with COVID. And, you know, I certainly in my experience don't see any sign of that stopping. No, I mean, and we'll get into this a little bit, where I've maybe
0: seen a pullback, you know, is in the condo market, right? Downtown, well, I'm starting to see it branch out from from other areas too, but the condo market has definitely been an area where we've seen a little bit of pullback. I agree. Um, But the rest of the market is just taken along quite nicely. I had some interesting stats uh, when I, again, when I did that presentation the other day, I thought this was interesting. Um, The CMHC, God love them, they have always these negative, you know, perceptions of what's going to happen. They predicted the real estate market would decline in Canada 18%. In 2020.
2: Yeah, I heard that earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so people hear that, right, and can't help but react to it, right, yeah. right. And so, so I it's have, almost a, it could be a self fulfilling prophecy. Oh, totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think you know the media picks up on that and the way they report on that. And I think this is what drives me crazy that the CMHC says this almost every year. Mm-hmm. And it never, I mean, if I was that bad at predicting what was going to happen, I wouldn't have a job. Exactly. I mean, I don't get it. But anyway, they. Uh, the reality is, and this is Canadian real estate market information I pulled up, so I thought this was interesting. We've had a national average sale price increase of 15%. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a far cry from negative 18. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the important thing is that every major city so far has seen an increase. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if we look at um, you know, the Ontario market in particular, and Ontario, by the way, is leading, leading the way, right? Mm-hmm. As, as we often do. But when we look at the strongest gains across the country, it's in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll list those out for you because mm-hmm. I, I found this really interesting. Number one was the Quinte and Woodstock area. And they had a 25% increase in price over last year.
2: Wow. Yeah. So what do we think is causing that? Is that people moving from Toronto?
0: I don't know. You know, that's, that's a topic worthy of conversation. Mm-hmm. One of the things the CMHC did do, because um, I had a, a you know, webinar with them not long ago, um, is they talked about the fact that they had been seeing a bit of an exodus from Toronto for a number of years, having nothing to do with being COVID related, so mm. has this expedited that? Mm-hmm. Is it part of the trend? Is it something new? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting. At Quinty, I guess that's like uh, Prince Edward County.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my anecdotally, in my experience, it seems to be the hot spot. People used to buy maybe going north a bit, right? Muskoka, or even right. Uh, West, but uh, that pocket of the province is certainly undergoing a resurgence, uh, gentrification over the last, I would say, five to ten years. Yeah, same. Yeah. It is damn cute. Wineries, yeah, cute. That's little stores nice. and r- yeah, That's nice. Yeah,
0: I'd do that. I would too if I was to leave the city. I'd go there for sure.
2: Um, then Except we had everybody from the city is going there. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't true. do that. Change that my it mind. Be, yeah, would <laughs> just be
0: like being <laughs> being where we are right now here, at Young and Eglinton. Um, okay, so then Ottawa, London, Ontario, uh, cottage country were second. Mm-hmm. So uh twenty to twenty five percent increases there. And we all heard about this, you know, cottage country, mm-hmm. the other cottage country, not mm-hmm. the Quinty cottage mm-hmm. cottage country. But um yeah, I think
2: it, I,
0: I, which I find that interesting anyway, right? I mm-hmm. mean, this can't last forever and so mm-hmm. you've got all of these people they can't travel, I think they've bought cottages exactly. instead. Yeah.
2: So hopefully they like the cottage once the traveling comes back because yeah. now, they're, now they're stuck there. And there's also a huge demographic uh, aging population who might not be buying it for cottage country. Well, that's there. it, people right? Are, yeah, yeah, choosing and, to live there. Right, and they were mm-hmm. going to
0: do that anyway. Yeah. Maybe it was this yeah. year, maybe yeah. it was in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and then we have to look at that whole, okay, well, if that's the case, maybe you've got all these people who have just moved out of the city because they don't need to work here anymore. Right. But I don't know how many people would actually – sell and move away uh, with the anticipation that they'll never
2: be coming back, because we will come back, right? I think we will. Uh, I know we will. Um, But I don't know that we will 100%. Um, So I think some people are willing to take that risk Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe it's not uh, for those people a risk. Maybe it is an educated decision. Maybe they know something from their companies. That Could they don't be. know. Yeah. My husband's company, for example, it has sold the building. They right. are not going back to a space. Right. So, right. there may be a good amount of that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do notice it uh, in terms of people. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why maybe the condo market downtown is quieter because, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people are thinking if I don't need to be there, why would I be there? I think there's some of that. I think so too. Um, I don't know that those people are moving to cottage country, but I think they are moving further afield mm-hmm. than they ever would have thought of before. I'll tell you where they're going. They're going to
0: Durham. Yeah, that's what you said. Pickering, mm-hmm. Ajax, and Whitby on fire. It is insane. Where are they on the list? Uh, so they're not on this list, mm-hmm. but I, I. it'll be interesting to see. So tomorrow the uh, Toronto Real Estate Board will run the December stats. We'll I'm looking forward to seeing that because... It's crazy. It's crazy. I can't get a... Pl- I mean, everything's in bully offers. Things are, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I can't even get out there mm-hmm. with my clients before mm-hmm. things have sold. Yeah. Um, so
2: you've talked about the stats about the um, places across the province that CMHC has designated as, or the stats have shown it to be really hot within the GTA. Is it Durham? Is that the hottest?
0: Yeah. So this is anecdotal because yeah. I don't have that yet. Yeah, it um, comes out tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. But I, I'm saying so for the numbers I've run so far for November, yeah, Durham region, wow. and it's it's Ajax actually Pickering and Ajax in particular. Um, so if you're you know if you're an because owner, the uh, closer. I guess so. And I think um, you know, Oakville, uh, Mississauga, Burlington, they've been hot for a long time. Right. But but I think, you know, the Durham region is always a lot cheaper. Yes. So people if they wanna yeah. if they wanna get out of the city, right, you can buy a nice big four bedroom, four bathroom detached home in Ajax or Whitby for, you know, maybe one a million, one point two million. Right. I mean that's a huge yeah. difference. What are you gonna get for that
2: here? Yeah, uh, Little you semi know. that needs work with no parking. Exactly. Yeah, and if you have the kind of thinking that you're not going to need to be in the core of the city for work, right. then you're choose people are choosing now to have that space right and i think you know in a, the past it was avoiding that
0: highway it was avoiding the highway mm-hmm. exactly and i think um you know you got pros and cons for mm-hmm. both right yeah. i mean what, what can we even say about that mm-hmm. so back to my list of mm-hmm. of numbers again it's just interesting the gta came in third of the hottest markets so far in 2020 and that was all of the gta they run the numbers of course because of treb 10 to 15%. Wow. Still wonderful. Huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, where we've, again, we talked about the sales uh, declining a little in terms of volume uh, to some degree, the smaller condos downtown. Mm -hmm. So an important thing to note, I think for any of of you listeners out there is that the, um, when we analyze the condo market, it's the whole condo market, right? So it's hard to really, if one segment of the condo market is down, it's really hard to give a really uh, good analysis of the overall condo market.
2: Right. So unless and that's, we're that's looking the, that's at... That's always the problem with these numbers. Well, it
0: is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, they, you really have to interpret them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's part of the media's problem, too, mm-hmm. right? Is you can really interpret these numbers any way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, but what we do know working in, in the trenches is that it's the smaller... You know what we call the micro condos—the smaller units, probably under 550 square feet—right mm-hmm. in the downtown core, in particular, where we've seen more inventory than normal. Right now, I would assume some of that might be
2: these were investment properties for people, and they're right. trying to dispose. Or what do you what do you think? That's that's exactly what I think it is, yeah. and I think that. Um You know, the student rental pool isn't there anymore. Airbnb is kind of tanked. Yeah. Um, But I know that um, just recently because of this, you know, there's some really uh, astute, smart, particularly in my limited experience, young people who are realizing that those micro-condos are, like, a great deal right now. They're a great deal. For that very reason. So I've had uh, contact with several people and done a couple of transactions lately helping buyers buy those tiny, Mm -hmm. we're talking in the 300-square-foot range, and so excited to be doing it instead of continuing to pay rent. Yeah, well, wouldn't you? I mean, so it's like, it's similarly with, I have had clients talk about wanting to buy a cottage this year because they're caught up in that movement that everybody's in. And I'm saying, this is quite probably the worst time to buy a cottage. Right. Buy a condo downtown. Right. Like, be the opposite. Be the opposite. Mm -hmm. So would you do it, if you were
0: thinking right now, if you were a first-time buyer or you were looking for an investment, would you do it now or would you
2: wait? Well, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You never know it's hit the bottom until it's on the way up. That's right. And you can't time the market. No. Um, So, um, but having, you know... Given that disclaimer, I would. Uh-huh. If I were paying rent in particular, yeah. and I saw the value of buying over paying rent, there's no doubt I would do it right now. Exactly. Um, uh, and if I had a view to the future, because I believe so strongly in the um, value of Toronto real estate, uh, I would be doing it, even if I wasn't a renter. Because there's no way uh, that this is going to be the way much longer or forever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would counter the trend yeah I would do the same and in the past I'd never been able to afford a condo downtown. Um, That's right yeah so you know as I, if I could give an example, I helped a young professional woman buy a 342 square foot condo. she, um, she was renting a room. In a house uh, where individual worms were being rented. And her mortgage payment now every month to own something, to be able to sell something at the end, is less than her rent. So why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? I guess the only problem would be the down payment.
0: Yeah. But let's let's face it, right? Like interest rates right now, are f- it's free They're money. They're you to buy it.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's free money. Exactly. Why wouldn't you so, do it? Uh, the final th- uh, interesting point on this one uh, um, is that the unit she bought she bought for 80,000 less than one the similar ha- similarly had sold about 6 months before wow now i don't know if that's something i want to like hype too much about but it's not a, a, entirely a great news story but it's an opportunity story
0: right and, and that's I, what i
2: think toronto is It is. a city of opportunity opportunity right mm-hmm.
0: because not everyone is getting the same no. experience no. right so i think that's important that's yeah. a good point because yeah. when we're looking at the trends and the condos yeah. that are there is opportunity. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're all you know tanking. It doesn't no. mean that the and I would say yeah we're still
2: out. having. I've recently had some uh, experience uh, offering on a condo in competition. So kind of um, places in coveted uh, locations and kind of niche buildings are much like freeholds in Toronto, still very much in demand and going yeah. up going crazy larger ones larger ones larger yeah. ones are going yeah are very in the unique the unique yeah right? yeah. yeah niche yeah. is very important right
0: yeah now. like try to buy a loft right mm. i'm i yeah. uh you know my dream has always been to live in a, a nice loft and i'm like okay now's my opportunity yeah. but it's no. not my opportunity no no i i I've had my eye out, but nothing is... So you should
2: get, like, a couple of 342s. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Combine them.
0: (laughs) I need to buy quite a few, wouldn't I? (laughs) Four or five on the floor. I'll take the whole floor. (laughs) Yeah, not quite there. Um, So, yeah, but that's, you know, opportunity is a good point. I think if you're thinking about getting into the market now is... Is uh, a good time to keep your eyes open.
2: Yeah,
0: for that. You know where else? By the way, I've seen a bit of a uh, softening. Would be downtown in general. Yeah. Right. So even um, you know, I sold a home uh, recently right downtown. Great location. Like in any other market, I think it would have exploded, but um, just softer. And it they got a good price. Everything went well, but it didn't fly off the shelf in where seven it days. Yeah right? Yeah. It took seven days to sell at a reasonable price. And I right. think that that's just, well, something we're not used to. Yeah. A more balanced market. Maybe. A little bit.
1: A little Buyers.
0: bit. Yeah. I mean, we're not there yet, but I mm-hmm. think, uh, I think it's, and I don't think it's heading in that direction mm-hmm. necessarily, but I definitely think that there is opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's interesting that I've discovered is that any place that does not have parking right now, has been harder to sell because everybody's home. Right. And there's no parking spaces.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So I've come across that now a couple times. Mm -hmm. And in this one place I was selling recently, every time an agent would go, they'd say, I mean, I had one agent in particular say, I drove around for 15 minutes. I couldn't find parking. We left. Oh. And so, yeah,
2: things you, you might not have even thought of before, right? Yeah. But because everyone's home, yeah. there's
0: no parking spaces, so that's been,
2: yeah,
0: that's been challenging <laughs> to yeah. try to sell units or sell homes without yeah. parking.
2: Well, and I similarly, you know, I uh, worked with a lot of clients whose choice of location was determined by school, and right. so school rankings yeah. for the last several years have been so important. Mm-hmm. But now those people are wondering, well, if school is going virtual. And there's a pool of teachers and you're not really associated with any particular school. You go online and you could be with students from all over the city. Why do I need to live in this particular catchment area? That's right. I'm starting to hear that too. So it's just changing. Perceptions. Changing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it is interesting. It really puts a lot of, for me, a lot of things in perspective anyway, right? What this year has done and Mm -hmm. what's important, what's not important, Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of people need more space in the home just because they're way too close to the other people they live with. You know,
2: things like changing um, our approach to new builds, like Mm -hmm. these uh, open concept new homes of the last several years. Now people are starting to think they need their separate spaces. Right. And isn't that interesting? Mm, I hadn't thought about that. that's That's a huge shift that you can see. I listened to some design and architecture shows, and uh, that's the way of the future is now going back to creating separate rooms. Right. Putting up those walls again. Right, Mm -hmm. right. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, let's face it, no matter what happens from now on, we all need office space at home. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think, I think any of us... Have, oh yeah, I think
2: that has changed forever. Forever.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't think any of us will ever intend to go back to anything yeah. full time. Yeah. I mean, we go to our office, but yeah. only once or so a week, once no, or twice No, I a think
2: week. that it has, COVID has, there's so many negatives to it, but it has, you know, woken us up maybe a little bit mm-hmm. to add some different ways of thinking about things. Some different ways of approaching people, including our clients, and hopefully a bit more uh, kindness and caring in general, mm-hmm. in both in our business and beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, like, all I can think about is oh, we am going to need to get my hair done soon, and <laughs> the hair salons are closed. I'm not feeling very good about it. <laughs> I like your positive approach. <laughs>
2: well, I cut my own hair, so I can do yours. Yes, yeah, right. no, you can't dye it. True? That's the I issue. Don't know. <laughs> And uh, if anybody's listening, yeah, be very thankful you can't see my hair color (laughs) now. My 16-year-old went a little bit uh, experimental on me, and I've never been red before. But although it's fading now, and I didn't see it red. Yeah, well, you missed it then. Okay, it looks good.
0: (laughs) So yeah. So anyway, back to uh, back to real estate. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, you know, talking about whether or not people should be thinking about buying now, you know, that's really important. Topic for a lot of people, and that's kind of the question I, would I get say asked get. that
2: all the time. Yeah, yeah. Is it a good time to buy? Yeah,
0: and I think is it a good time to sell. Right. And here is my perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. I think if you're buying and selling in the same market, mm-hmm. then absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's the difference, mm-hmm. right? Because what you said before is absolutely right. You can't time the market. No. You you may try, but you
2: screw yourself mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. I agree. As yeah. long as you're doing it in the same market. Mm-hmm. And as I also said earlier, I mean. Uh, property uh, ownership has both short-term and long-term goals. You know, you have to live and you have to be happy and you have to be living in a dwelling that makes sense for you with an eye to the future, that no purchase is a forever purchase or has to be a forever purchase. And um, you have to have your eyes open and think down the road to um, possibly selling. And so you have to Make your decisions in a, uh, with a combination of both factors. I think at play. I agree. I mean, and so I don't know when people ask that, I have a hard time answering that because I do talk about not being able to time the market. And you know, we'll know that it hit the bottom when it's sold, and you didn't get it, right? Um, but you know, is it beneficial for your life to make a move right now? Right, and if it is. Then let's do it
0: in long term. Yeah, right? I exactly. Mean, real estate's a long term investment. You're not going to,
2: for most of us, turn this property around in six months. Right. Well, yeah, and we shouldn't go into it with that. Absolutely not. But uh, but the same time you say it's long term, but it isn't forever. No, yeah. not forever. But I mean long term by
0: being more than you yeah. know a six month purchase. Yeah. Oh, because of, if nothing else, because of land transfer tax yeah. loan.
2: I used to say to people that you know you buy. You know, I want you to feel comfortable with the notion that you might be here maybe no less than five years. That's right. Yeah. Five, yeah. I would say five years because yeah. then you can weather any dips and dives or any peaks as well. That's right. Do you mm-hmm. know what the average, uh, I know the answer to this. I don't know
0: okay, if you so do the, Just give
2: the answer. Don't make me look stupid.
0: It's i I'm just going to get a guess. The average time, <laughs> the average time a person has stayed in their home over the last 12 years. No, seven. Mm. Yeah. I was surprised by that too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make you look stupid because I didn't know that answer either. I just read it. Seven years. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that makes sense to me, actually. Well, it does to me Mm -hmm. too, especially in Toronto, because you start, Mm -hmm. you know, with something small, maybe you buy a condo, then you move up to a semi, then you move up to a detached and then who Mm -hmm. knows, right? Mm. Um, Which is, I think, also a good point about this process, whether it's now or whether it's later, is when you're buying real estate, try not to think about the home you're going to live in for, you know, when you're... I have clients right now who are looking for a home for when they have some kids. They they just got married. They don't have any kids. So it's like, well, that's a long time away. Yeah. So...
2: And you can't afford that yeah. now. So yeah. that, that mindset will just put you in a state of inertia yeah, and, and you will yeah. end up pricing yourself great out. opportunities and pricing yourself out. So yeah. you're right to say, yeah, to counsel against that kind of mindset. I agree.
0: Yeah. My advice yeah. to my clients is always just buy something. Yeah. If it's a shack. Yeah. Just get it. Yeah. A tiny little condo, just yeah. make
2: the money, ride the wave like everybody else. So there's a condo on the market that I love, but I think they're going to, prices are going to continue to drop and drop and drop. Why should I buy it? Right. And so what's the answer to that? That's a tough one. I don't... Because you don't know. Because one day somebody will. Right. And you'll have lost it. And, and you, you loved lo- it. Yeah. You loved it. Right. So, and, I mean, let's
0: face it. So if the price goes down, really, what, it, what, what could it possibly right, what go down? What percentage are we looking at? Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is it another 5000 10000 Does yeah. that matter over right. the life and of so the And so that's,
2: com- that's the conversation that I've had. I'm thinking of this one uh, client in particular right now. And, um, you know, I say... If that's what you think worst-case scenario is going to happen to the Toronto market in the next year or so because of COVID, let's go in and offer Mm -hmm. that much reduced. Like, better to offer, you know, taking into account your worst-case scenario than just to sit here and wait for it, wait for somebody else to buy your dream
0: home. Right. And I think, you know, you and I both have talked about this experience before, but I have people who five years ago told me, oh, no, the bubble's going to burst. We're going to wait. Well, guess what? They, yeah. They've they never been able to afford it. No, yeah,
2: me too. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I couldn't count how many people mm-hmm. I've had in that experience mm-hmm. where they were waiting for something to happen hasn't happened, and now they have no money. Yeah. And keep in mind, right, these people, the average person is probably spending, what, $2,500 a month on rent? Yeah. So you add that up over a five-year period, not to mention the 10% increases we're seeing in the investment you would have bought? I mean, Mm -hmm. you've lost out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make sense. Mm
2: -hmm. No, no, I agree completely.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question next is, you know, what's going to happen in 2021?
2: Well, I don't trust anybody that would immediately answer that question. No. Um, Because I have to preface my answer by saying nobody should proclaim to know because there's no way anybody could know. No. Um, I just... uh, uh, I... In naivete, maybe, but I think it's experienced history. Just have such strong faith in the uh, historic ability of Toronto to rebound from anything mm-hmm. negative economically that goes on and to remain a center of attraction for people from around the world. Absolutely. And so I, th- my gut is the evidence is pointing to a continued strong Toronto in 2021. That's... But... I'm not in you know I'm not in twenty twenty one now so I can't say definitively mm-hmm. and this is I have this conversation with clients um you know often about you know all we can speak to is what we see have seen recently and what we're seeing now that's right and I see no reason for concern absolutely
0: none I mean, just think about it what was your what did you pay for your very first house two hundred
2: and fifty thousand it was to year 2000. This was your East York place? Yes. Can you imagine? What yeah. would that sell for today? That would sell for mm, one, two, one, 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 two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. When you think about it, was is that? no other opportunity to yeah. both have a great place to live. And you know, gain so much value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if, let's just say for argument's sake, did you ever go in that little house? I never went in that house. Oh, it was I the figured... one with the hot tub in yes! the middle of the room, right? Man, your memory <laughs> is shocking. Hot tub in the living room, in the dining room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I remember Mirrors that. And I never saw. in the saw bathroom it. everywhere. <laughs> A two-way fireplace between the bathroom and bedroom in this little East York uh, street. Uh, I love. I, I love that house. Hilarious. Two hundred fifty thousand. Wow. I when we bought that house, this is. Going off any track, but uh, if anybody's listening out there and is a first-time buyer, you might um, feel for me. But the night we submitted our offer, we went five thousand over our budget, and I was having heart palpitations. (laughs) Couldn't sleep at night. Couldn't sleep at night. And my husband rolled over, stopped snoring, and said, "You know." In five years when we sell it for four hundred thousand more than we bought it, we'll have only made three ninety five. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's, that's uh, when I realized like yeah. I wasn't in real estate then. Yeah. And I went, you know, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And, and if you sleep. think about it, even so yeah, that's a great
0: perspective. But also, let's say for example, something happened along the way and you paid, you know, ten percent more. In a market that was declining, and yeah. you should have waited, what is
2: that what would that exactly. possibly have mattered exactly, so that's what I'm going to go call my client later this afternoon and tell her yeah, that's an additional point, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: because I think about you know I've owned a lot of houses more yeah. more than you have
2: yeah
0: I do I had for a long time moved quite frequently, but yeah, uh, yeah I think my first house was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars too. I bought an Ajax and um and I think that, that house today would be probably one five yeah. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. you just you just can't do that. You can't mm-hmm. play that game. You just have to jump in. Yeah, jump in yeah. is the key. Yeah,
2: and filter out all that doom and gloom that is just everywhere. Yeah, because, for sure. Um, it's just not accurate. I agree. It's a jaded perspective. Yeah, in my opinion,
0: I agree. So, listen, maybe for our next uh, podcast, we can talk a little bit about what some of the predictions are about 2021 that we're seeing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see if I can compile some data about that. Sounds good. And uh, and we'll report back. Well, this wasn't awful. It was okay. <laughs> listen, I hope – hello out there. <laughs> I hope people have listened. I hope that you subscribe. Um, I promise that we'll try to be as interesting as we can. Week after week, and we'll even get some guests. Hey, eh? we'll that would be
2: really good. I think people would like that. I
0: think mm-hmm. we,
2: you don't think they want to hear us talk. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yes, <guess>
0: <laughs> What about us? Um, I'm sure we'll well, we'll come up with something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm we'll forward to it. It'll yeah, be fun it's for sure. A new
2: adventure for me for sure. You pushed me, Janelle. Thank you.
0: Hey, no problem. This has been good. And uh, welcome to anyone who's out there. And we look forward to you know the next time.
2: Happy real estate. Happy real estate.
1: (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.